You're listening to the Nutrition by Lex podcast with Alexis Roberts, a dietetic graduate student and soon-to-be registered dietitian. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Nutrition by Lex podcast. I am Alexis, of course, or aka Lex. Um, I'm back with a Nutrition 101 solo podcast episode. I'm so excited for this one because I get a lot of questions. It's all about metabolism, but I do just kind of want to touch bases about all of my other episodes that you guys have been listening to with my amazing, amazing guests. I have been pre-recording so many episodes with so many amazing people that you guys are for sure going to want to listen to. Um, I'm just trying to get a lot of episodes pre-recorded because I am starting school. I'm actually recording this on my first day of class. It's my first last day of class ever. Yay, thank gosh. I have one more year left in my master's that I'm sure a lot of you guys are aware of. So yeah, if some of the guest episodes sound like I talk about like the same weekend or like bachelorette weekend or something like all in the same day. It's probably because I recorded them in the same week, but they're very informative. I have like five more to record in the next week. So, so much good information coming your way. Um, Before I start on the topic for today, I just want to touch on a reminder that I am taking clients. I'm about 50% full of my clients that I'm taking. So if you want to work with me, get a free consultation scheduled. I'll link it all in the show notes and we can start working together. I'm so excited and having such good client session meetings with people that I'm working with so far. We're really making progress on a lot of things. So I would love to help you in your health journey. Also, as always, go get my abs by Lex ebook. So many of you guys, I'm getting such great feedback and y'all are just really loving it. And I'm even loving it. The recipes in there are amazing and I'm cooking them all the time. It's literally, I'm rotating through those recipes. So without anything else being said, cause I think I covered it all. I don't know. I feel like I always have things to update you guys on, but you know, it's okay. I just want to keep you in the loop. So we're going to start on metabolism. So I kind of have like four basic topics of metabolism that I want to go over. The first one is melatonin and metabolism. So as you guys guessed, melatonin, right? This is going to be on how sleep affects your health. And we all know, I talk about it in every single health topic that I do. Sleep is like literally the culprit of like all evil. If you don't get enough sleep, you are like your health is just going to pretty much go down the drain. So we need to make sure we're getting enough sleep. And this is something that we really struggle with. So diving into my notes that I have, one of the most critical things we do for our health is sleep, right? Without sufficient sleep, we risk impairing cognitive function, developing chronic diseases and mental disorders, and even an early death, which is crazy, right? Just like by sleeping and sleeping so much fun. Why would you not want to sleep? Like, you know, everyone naps and stuff, but there are a lot about sleep that remains a mystery in science, but we, but what is known is that it plays a major role in consolidating memories, cleaning metabolites from the brain and allowing the nervous, skeletal, and muscular system to repair themselves. Good sleep is essential for our body to thrive, but 30% of our employed adults, so the adult-aged people working, have reported six or less hours of sleep per night. And this goes for, like, college students and stuff as well. Actually, I'm pretty sure college students probably get less than that, like, way less than that. I know I did in undergrad. So when the recommended amount is seven to nine hours, like, So this is like substantially underneath the recommended amount, right? So hormones directly involved in the sleep cycle also play a critical role in health. So it's important to maintain a steady sleep schedule to prevent these hormones from becoming imbalanced. One of the hormones that play a role in sleep is melatonin, 
I know we take these pills to go to sleep, right? Melatonin pills. <laughs> and this topic that I'm covering will pretty much focus on the effects on sleep as well as melatonin. So the physiology of melatonin is a complex subject and the research to discover it and research to discover its mechanisms and effects is still ongoing. They're doing so much research on it. However, I'll explain some of the things that we know to be true about melatonin and why they can be very important to you. So starting off, melatonin is a hormone made in the pineal gland when it gets dark outside. So this is based off lights. So when melatonin levels increase in the bloodstream, you begin to feel less alert and more sleepy, which is why we get tired at night, right? Although a major function of melatonin is encouraging sleep, it also has a huge impact on your metabolism. So like some of these are things such as regulating energy expenditure, potentiates various actions of insulin, regulates glycema or blood glucose and lipidema or blood lipids, manages circadian synchronization of insulin secretion, synthesis and action, hepatic or liver metabolism, white adipose tissue metabolism, and muscular skeletal muscle metabolism. There we go, words Alexis. Skeletal muscle metabolism. It also regulates energy flow to and from storages. So that's a lot of responsibility for one hormone, whereas a lot of these functions are significant. So what's most important to understand is that melatonin balances energy expenditure by controlling the flow between energy stores. So it has a direct impact on the browning of white adipose tissue, which is a way of for the body to regulate body weight. So this works because the function of browning adipose tissue is a heat production by burning large amounts of calories. It also plays a major role in regulating glucose tolerance and insulin sensitivity. When melatonin levels are normal, all of these essential functions can be carried out normally, right? Chronodisruption is what occurs when melatonin production is impaired. This can be due to illuminations such as lights during lights turned on inside at nighttime or like if you're working a night shift or aging or anything like that and this also has a huge thing to do with our cell phones scrolling through tiktok and instagram laying in bed at night right so all of the functions that i talked about before become disrupted and no longer work efficiently and this disorganization can lead to metabolic decrease and even obesity eventually so the best thing to do if you think that you may be experiencing chrono disruption, which is what I'm just like covering right here, is to talk to a doctor. They may encourage that you try melatonin replacement therapy because there may have been some success in various research studies or help you find a healthier sleeping routine. So meditation or melatonin uh, replacement therapy is pretty much just taking like melatonin pills, right? Um, Healthier sleeping routines, some things that I can suggest for this is getting off your phone an hour or two before you get in bed. Don't bring your phone to your bed. I know a lot of us use them as alarm clocks, but maybe try setting your alarm clock on a desk across the room from your bed so that you put it down, you go get in bed, and like it's harder to just turn over and grab it like immediately like we tend to do if we get a notification or if we just like quickly think about rolling scrolling through TikTok. It's going to make you question twice about getting up and walking all the way across the room when you're laying comfy in your bed underneath the covers and already just like so comfy you don't want to get up. So the main takeaways I want you to hear about sleep and weight management pretty much with your metabolism is melatonin is a huge contributor to overall health and metabolism. If this is disrupted, your whole body can feel the consequences. It might seem like it's important things 
it might seem like the most important thing to do for your health is healthy eating and exercise, but sleep may be at the top of the list, honestly. Like it really plays such a big role. So without adequate sleep, our hormones lose balance, our mental capacity is reduced, and our overall health is negatively impact. Main moral of the story with this topic is get more sleep. Seven to nine hours are recommended, especially for huge college students listening or young adults that are really grinding at the work scene. Like make sure you're getting an adequate amount of sleep, even if that means going to bed at 9 p.m. Like I do that sometimes on days that I plan to wake up super early, like 5.30, like, which I love to do. I'm not really in that habit right now. I'll get back into it soon. But like I'm in bed at 9.30 and going and like asleep by 10 easy if I'm waking up at 5.30 every morning. And I may feel like a grandma, but I feel freaking amazing. And my day is super productive when I do that. All right, my next topic is meeting metabolism head on. So this is basically like burn more calories and speed up weight loss. So I'm gonna go over how we're gonna do that, okay? You've looked at yourself in the mirror before probably and maybe you're a couple pounds heavier, maybe you're lacking a lot of energy and you're just like tired and you think what in the world has happened to me? So this could be all too familiar for some people. I know it's I've been in that position before in the past, but unless you found the fountain of youth, which I doubt you have, you might have been searching for the answers to questions um, that everyone's been asking for. So a lot of how your body ages has to do with not only wear and tear, but also nutrition, wellness, sleep, sleep, (laughs) we just talked about that, and genetics. So focusing on your metabolism, which is derived from and influenced by these factors, everything from the food you eat to how much you sleep, how active you are, um, could be the gateway to figuring out what you can do to reach your goals and more importantly, your happiness. So first, what causes a slow metabolism? Your metabolism is simply a chemical process in your body in which your body converts things that you eat into energy. So what causes a slow metabolism? For starters, you must understand that metabolism is different from everyone depending on size. Larger people burn more calories than smaller people. Gender, females tend to carry less muscle, muscle mass than men do, which lead to a lower metabolic rate unfortunately ladies i know and age as we age muscle density decreases leading to lower metabolic rates your metabolism will decrease when there is less muscle present in the body a fit 180 pound person may burn 1800 calories a day while a couch potato 180 pound person might burn only 1400 calories a day in a 24-hour period of time it just depends on your specific body type Um, And like your specific lifestyle, I guess I should say, and nutrition and diet and everything like that. So how can you increase your metabolism? I get this question so often in my DMs, comments, everything. How can you increase your metabolism? There's no specific food that you can eat. There's like all these rumors about like spicy foods or apple cider vinegar and lemon. Like those don't increase your metabolism, you guys. These things I'm about to tell you next will, will help you increase your metabolism over time. You have to be consistent with it. So... The most basic answer to these are exercise and eat healthier, but there are some more ideas that I can give you. So the first one being eat breakfast every day. Like y'all, you know me. And if y'all follow me on Instagram and stuff, my favorite meal today is breakfast. My rice cakes, my oatmeal, my waffles, my avocado toast or avocado rice cakes with eggs and stuff. Like those are my go-tos. They're so freaking good. So eating breakfast will boost your metabolism by firing up the body's processes earlier in the day. Not only does your body need fuel to power through until lunch lunchtime, 
when you are digesting the food, more calories are being burned than if you hadn't eaten anything all day. So eat your breakfast, get your good yummy foods in in the morning and you will be good. Next is get more sleep. Of course, I can't talk about it enough, but going to bed earlier and getting the right amount of sleep will allow your body to regenerate properly like we talked about. After like a hard day at work or in the gym, your body will will only fully recover if it gets the proper rest it needs to regrow. So this is also the importance of rest days, you guys. But fully resetting the body to be able to go 100% until the next training session or whatever you're doing the next day will will be able to surpass previous achievements and also while sleeping. And then next is drink more water. I always talk about drinking water. Um, recommended amount is half your body weight in ounces. So if you're 160 pounds, then drink 80 ounces of water, for example, because <laughs> I know a lot of people get the, that math confused sometimes. But our bodies are largely made of water to begin with. But without proper hydration, some body function and process processes don't happen as they should. And it has been said that drinking ice cold water can help increase your metabolism's because your body expends heat and energy to warm itself up whenever you're drinking the cold water in your stomach. There's very minimal research to support that. Honestly, it doesn't have to be super cold. Just drink water. Like, just water. That's all you need. That's all you need. Um, So as you can see, these suggestions are not groundbreaking or out of touch with reality, right? Like, these are super easy things to incorporate into your life. Many people today neglect themselves and do not get these basic needs met, which is part of the reason they are not happy with the way they look and feel. If you are only, if you're one of them listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, it sounds like me, assess your current situation. Are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting enough nutrition? Are you drinking plenty of water? Are you getting plenty of exercise? If not, you might need to refocus your goals so that you can create the balance necessary to improve your metabolism. All right, you guys, those are my first two topics. Um, I will be right back after this quick break from our sponsor to talk about the last two topics that I have. I have an awesome new company that I want to share with you guys. It's called Ned. Ned is a wellness brand rooted in the belief that we can all feel better and live better through a simple means and deeper connection to the natural world. And y'all know I'm all about the holistic side of health. Ned produces a large variety of CBD oil blend. Personally, I have been using the 300 milligram CBD oil as well as the hormone balancing oil for around a month now. And oh my gosh, it is a life changer. I used to struggle really bad with falling asleep at night and occasionally struggle with anxiety. But ever since I started to use these products, I fall asleep like a dang baby and my anxiety has been at an all-time low. The other product that I have been absolutely loving is the Balance Oil Blend. And if you're a female, like most of you are, you need to try this product. The Balance CBD Oil supports hormone balance and eases period symptoms. And let me tell you, when my period cramps were sent from Satan himself before using this product, and now it barely feels like anything's going on down there. You've got to try it. These products have also been proven to help with anti-inflammatory a natural pain reliever, PTSD, treatment to depression, a rich source of antioxidants, as well as treatments for more serious chronic conditions such as epilepsy, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and more. If you want to check out Ned and try their CBD products for yourself, we have a special offer for my Nutrition by Lex podcast listeners. So go to www.helloned.com slash Lex15 or enter Lex15 at checkout for 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash 
lex 15 to get 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. Thank you so much, Ned. And just to clarify, subscription orders are already discounted by 15% off on the first-time purchase, but when you use my code, you get an extra additional 5% off for a total of 20% off your subscription orders. Thank you so much to Ned for your amazing products and for sponsoring this episode. All right, you guys, I'm back and on to our third topic that I have for today's episode. So this one is out with the old and change your workouts to improve your wellness. So this is basically talking about all your workouts and how to switch it up to improve your metabolism. So I had to really think about how I wanted to tackle this topic, but I'm thinking of take it back to like when Arnold Schwarzenegger was prepping for like the Mr. Olympic Olympia contest. Everybody wanted to try his incredible intense workouts, right? It was it has been rumored Arnold's workouts were so intense that at least 3 different trainers would have to give him separate workouts in order to keep up with him. That's insane, right? So, following in that footsteps, anyone who wanted to be a bodybuilder or get into shape undeniably thought that working out six days a week, two times a day was the only way to make it happen. Luckily for us in all of America, workouts have evolved from the old school mindset to the new school. So varying your workouts, old school mindset was like sticking to the same workout for months. Although this was like a go-to, this pattern isn't always going to work for everyone. So when you, when you do the same sets and reps for every workout, one, it's boring, Two, you miss out on allowing your body to change. So the new school, so to say, mindset is and implementing the SAID principle, which stands for specific adaption to impose demand. So when the body is put under different stresses, it starts to adapt. In other words, the body is trying to get better. By providing your body with different types of sets, reps, and loads, you're able to tap into more of your muscle fibers, increasing strength and Avoiding plateaus, which like so many people struggle with plateaus, right? So when it comes to target training, in the old days, this there was like a focusing only on the trouble spots. So this type of focus won't work for the majority of people who are coming to the gym or to work out or to lose weight. When there is a variety, when there's a variety in your workouts, there's room for growth and development. Focusing only on the areas that you are weakest isn't going to help the areas that you are already strong continue to get stronger, right? So now correcting trouble spots while also training strong spots is the new mindset. Correcting a weakness and building on a strong point at at the same time will enable you to improve your body as a whole. A way to correct those problem areas is to figure out exactly why they are causing you problems. The functional movement screen captures fundamental movements, motor control within movement patterns, and competence of basic movements uncomplicated by specific skills. It will determine the greatest areas of movement deficiency, demonstrate asymmetries, and will eventually correlate these with an outcome. So cardio versus strength. All right, this is a big one too, right? So back in the day, they're focusing only on cardio will increase your weight loss. That was the mindset. I know it's a mindset of so many people today as well. While it's important to incorporate cardio into your workout regimen to help build and keep your cardiovascular system strong, it is not the only type of exercise that is needed for weight loss. Focusing only on cardio will actually lessen your chances of building muscle. So now we like to think of it as 
getting a healthy dose of both cardio and strength training will improve overall health and it's been proven. Much like how a car stays warm after it turns off, y'all know I love car analogies, um, the same thing about your body is happening after you finish a workout. Excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, or EPOC, explains how your body's metabolism can continue to burn more calories. Resistance training can provide you with greater EPOC during effects that than running at a steady speed. So this is basically what I've talked about in previous episodes and probably we'll talk about again in more episodes. But when you're running and like say you're going to go run three miles, right? You will burn calories for those three miles that you're running. And when you stop running, you're done burning calories. But when you do weight training and you get your muscles really heated up, just like pumped and you're like tearing down those muscle fibers and stuff, your 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 body's going to work to build back those muscle fibers after you torn them down. And that's expending energy. So that's burning calories. So you're going to continue to burn calories, not only during your 30 minute workout, but also throughout the day and night while you're sleeping later on as well. Pretty much overall training methods will come and go. And at the same, at some point, the new school methods will become the old school methods. So it'll obviously continue to evolve, but incorporate both cardio and strength training Don't just work on on the trouble spots. Focus on your entire body. Work your strong spots too. Get them stronger. Your your trouble spots will follow along. Um, And then varying your workout. Change it up. You know, like we talked about before in my other episodes, switching it up, helping you work. Those smaller muscles that you don't normally work is going to improve your health so, so much. Okay, and moving on to my last topic is... Is metabolism the reason you're having trouble with weight loss? I know this is a big question that some people have, and I just want to touch on it. So we often hear people talk about their slow metabolism being the reason they cannot lose weight. While this may be true for some individuals, it does not apply to the majority of the population, actually. If you have never actually had blood work done saying that you have a slow metabolism or a met test or anything like that, This is more likely not the issue. Instead of blaming the metabolism, you have to really look at the basic recipe for weight loss. So there are pretty much two ways to lose weight. As you might know now, weight loss is caused by putting the body in a calorie deficit. We talk about it all the time. Being in a calorie deficit means that the number of calories burned by the body has surpassed the amount of calories consumed by the body. This simple definition of a caloric deficit helps further explain the two popular methods in which you can obtain a calorie deficit. Option one is consuming fewer calories than required by the body for optimum energy output, and option two is burn off more calories than consumed by the body. So you guys, this is not like, this is not you guys being like, okay, I ate 1200 calories today, I have to go burn 1200 calories today. Your body also burns food or burns calories naturally as well. So that's a whole other topic to pretty much touch on with. Next, we're going to go into factors affecting how many calories you burn. Now let's take a look at the things that affect your calorie expenditure. The first thing that affects the total energy expenditure, or TEE, is your resting metabolic rate, RMR or BMR, basal metabolic rate, resting metabolic rate, pretty much the same thing. Is So this is defined as the energy your body requires for normal daily functions without movement. So like think about if you just laid in bed all day. This is your body's set energy output on a daily basis. TEE is also, also takes into consideration something called thermic effect of foods or TEF. 
This is described as the energy required to break down the food you consume. Thermic effect of foods usually take up about 10 to 15% of your energy expenditure. So the rest of your TEE is made up of your movement with intentional and non-intentional exercise or non-exercise physical activity. So this can make up anywhere between 15 to 50% of your energy and expenditure. If you are sedentary for majority of the day, you may be burning 15% of your energy expenditure. When you remain active for the majority of the day, you may be burning up to 50% of your energy expenditure of your RMR. So looking at these results, this is like a lot of calculations that I don't really know if I'm going to be able to explain over a podcast. Okay, and the last thing to touch on with this is, do you just need to move more? Now ask yourself this, are you having trouble losing weight because you have a slow metabolism or are you just not moving and burning calories throughout the day? More than likely your caloric deficit difficulties are because of your lack of calorie burning due to the lack of movement throughout the day. So being sedentary versus engaging in intentional exercise or non-intentional physical activity, just like walking around and like moving pretty much besides just sitting can make a world of a difference as to whether you're achieving a caloric deficit. So if you don't take anything else from this podcast, remember this weight loss usually requires a lifestyle change instead of just engaging in intentional exercise lifestyle. That's all capital letters, lifestyle change. You must maximize your energy expenditure throughout the entire day to widen the gap between calories consumed and totally energy expenditure. So all in all, move more, change your lifestyle, get more sleep, change up your workouts, cardio and strength training, all that good stuff. Make sure you're drinking water. It's pretty much a lifestyle change, you guys. Like there's nothing else I can really, I really just like lifestyle change. That's it. (laughs) I know I'm saying it over and over, but it's like, it's not just one thing that's going to help you get to your weight loss goals. And that's why when working with my clients, I like to assess everything, how much you're sleeping, drinking, your stress levels, like everything. So pretty much your metabolism might not be the only reason. Yes, it's some people do have a low metabolism and that's when you can work to build more muscle and do those specific things, eating breakfast to help get your metabolism boosted. So to say that a lot of people like to say boost your metabolism. But it does take time. Um, it doesn't. It won't. Co- it won't happen overnight. I know so many people want to see results in like a month, and it takes a long time to increase your metabolism. So it just takes consistency and full-on lifestyle changes to f- see those results. But I think that is all I had for today's topic, going over metabolism. If you guys have any other specific questions, reach out to me on DMs. I try really, really hard to answer everyone's DMs. I promise. There's a lot in there, but I try to go through and take at least like. 30 minutes to an hour every night to reply to a bunch of y'all. So please reach out to me if you do have any questions. And then if you want to work with me, there will be a link in the show notes to set up a free consultation. So definitely do that if you are interested in working with me and we can work on improving your metabolism. Also, get my ebook if you haven't already, bomb recipes and some really good workouts in there. So make sure you're getting that. And yeah, I had a fun time discussing this topic with you with the short little Nutrition 101 series. And I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye y'all. 
If you're already following me on my other social media accounts, then I'm sure you've heard that I'm taking clients and I am so excited. If you're struggling with your weight, relationship with food, a specific health concern, or you just need motivation to live a healthier lifestyle, then come work with me. I want to be your accountability partner. Visit my website that I have linked in the show notes and book your free 30-minute consultation with me and we can figure out the best plan that works for you. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all and appreciate your support so much. I will be uploading a new episode every Wednesday, so make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Follow my Instagram and TikTok at Nutrition by Lex for more information and health inspiration.